guidelines for reopening schools. Vaccination of teachers is not a prerequisite. Defense turn at impeachment trial. There's no possible way the president would have welcomed any kind of danger. Deadly sheet of ice. You can hear people screaming. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. We'll see new guidelines today from the CDC. Safe ways to reopen schools that have been shut during the coronavirus pandemic. Here's CBS's Nancy Cordes. According to the guidelines that CBS News has viewed, schools would fall into four color-coded categories. They would reopen with full in-person learning in the schools with low community spread. Those would be the blue and yellow zones. As long as there was as much social distancing as possible, those schools could reopen. Schools in the orange zone, where transmission rates are higher, would be recommended for hybrid or reduced attendance with required distancing. Now, this same guidance goes for schools in the red zone if they regularly test staff and students. For red zone schools that don't regularly test, the CDC would recommend elementary schools have reduced attendance with mandatory distancing and virtual only classes for middle and high schools. President Biden says the U.S. has just signed new contracts for an additional 200 million doses of the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines. We're now on track to have enough supply for 300 million Americans by the end of July. New administration action today will allow the first few hundred of 25,000 asylum seekers into the U.S. from Mexico a week from today as they await court hearings. House impeachment managers have wrapped up their case against former President Trump at his Senate trial. CBS's Nicole Killian says now Mr. Trump's lawyers are up next. Last night, three of the trial's jurors, Senators Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham, and Mike Lee, met with former President Trump's legal team to talk strategy. Cruz said the end result of the trial is already clear. Mr. Trump will be acquitted. House impeachment managers rested their case, declaring the evidence against former President Trump is clear. If you don't find this a high crime and misdemeanor today, you have set a new terrible standard for presidential Misconduct. Former President Trump's legal team will counter by showing video of prominent Democrats allegedly making inciting statements to bolster their argument that the language Mr. Trump used during his rally is protected. The New York Times reports President Trump was sicker with COVID-19 in October than acknowledged at the time. Four people familiar with his condition indicate he had a lung problem associated with pneumonia and very depressed blood oxygen levels, and some said he was close to needing a ventilator. An Associated Press report indicates 9,000 recovering COVID patients were released from hospitals into nursing homes in New York State as the pandemic was intensifying 11 months ago. CBS's Steve Futterman. The controversial directive to allow the patients to move was made by Governor Andrew Cuomo. The 9,000 figure is around 40% higher than previously released records. Critics say the directive led to a spike in COVID-19 cases and deaths in the state's nursing homes. Normally, this time of the year, New Orleans would be a bustling, energetic place for Mardi Gras. CBS's David Begno says the pandemic has prompted officials to close bars through next Tuesday. We are not putting beads before bodies. That is Mark Shetler, the manager of Bar Tonique in the French Quarter. I just assumed you guys would be ticked off by the mayor saying shut down. Nah, man. No. The workforce overwhelmingly supports this. There's new evidence pointing to what could happen. A single visitor at last year's Mardi Gras celebration 
could be tied to about 50,000 coronavirus cases in Louisiana, according to a study released this week. There are accusations the interstate in Fort Worth, Texas, that was the scene of a deadly pileup yesterday, was not properly treated in what was a bad ice storm. State Representative Ramon Romero, Jr. When truckers tell our first responders, I could not stop. From the moment there was no braking, there could not have been any de-icing procedures on that roadway. Six people died. More than 100 vehicles crashed. Today, the big weather stories in the Pacific Northwest, where there's heavy snow. This man's busy behind the wheel of a tow truck in Oregon. I advise everyone to stay home. It's not safe at all. Bitter cold in the upper Midwest, minus 22 this morning in International Falls, Minnesota. Court appearance in North Carolina for a 27-year-old man who was arrested a week ago for threatening President Biden and others with phone calls to the White House, Secret Service, and Capitol Police. David Kyle Reeves was ordered to remain in custody. Overseas, just months before the planned start of the Summer Olympic Games, the president of the Tokyo Organizing Committee has resigned. Yoshiro Mori implied women talk too much, and that set off a firestorm of criticism. The 83-year-old former prime minister again apologized for the remark, saying they were inappropriate, but added that he did not do it intentionally and felt his comments were misinterpreted by the media. That's CBS's Jennifer Kuyper. An online petition demanding his ouster got more than 150,000 signatures. Twitter has permanently banned an account belonging to the controversial conservative group Project Veritas for violating the site's policy prohibiting the sharing of other people's private information or threatening to share it without consent. The U.S. Supreme Court blocked a planned inmate execution in Alabama, saying the state had to allow his personal pastor into the death chamber. The state prohibits that for security reasons. Well, fans of singer Britney Spears turned up outside an L.A. courthouse where control of her money was at issue. People just really love Britney, and I think they wanted to see her being happy and finally gaining some, you know, freedom. For now, Spears' father, who has been at odds with the singer, has to share control with a newly appointed financial company. 23-time Grammy winner Chick Corea has died. The jazz pianist had his own groups and performed with Miles Davis on two of his albums. My own particular ideal of a band is where everyone in the band has a place to expand to their fullest potential and get all of their creativeness really rolling. Then I'm participating with someone who's totally interested. Chick Corea died of cancer. He was 79. A little more thought than usual might be needed Sunday to mark Valentine's Day because of the pandemic. Love me tender. COVID-19 has sure thrown a wrench into Americans' Valentine's Day plans. The data management company invisibly used its real-time research tool to find almost half of those surveyed said their Valentine's Day plans are impacted by the coronavirus, but not everyone is dissuaded. Vice President of Marketing, Laura Vestal. There is still a group of 13% who plan to go out and celebrate despite COVID happening. Boomers are more likely to venture out than any other generation surveyed. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. The virus didn't stop hundreds of single people from turning out at a Hindu shrine to love in Bangkok for a ceremony. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Friday, the broadcast produced by Matt Cherry and Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.